Yeah. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, August 21st. I'm Donald Ware. We're going to stick with the CIAA and we're going to stick with the CIAA Southern Division. Take a look at the two-time defending Western Division, or Southern, that is, Southern Division champion Fayetteville State Broncos. And the Broncos, I think the Broncos are going to be a lot better defensively. They have an elite running back in Stevie Green. Now, Stevie Green wasn't a 1,000-yard rusher last year as he was in 2017, but that doesn't mean that uh, that doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, this guy is one of the premier running backs in all of the CIAA. You don't hear about him a whole lot. I mean, you know, you had Trenton Cannon going back to 2017. You had Tobias Taylor on last year. But this guy is legit. And I think he's going to be, certainly is going to be a the focal point of the Fayetteville State offense. I think, as I mentioned, the defense is, is going to be a little bit better in 2019. The question is, can the Broncos take that next step? If you look at the history of the Broncos prior to Richard Hayes, and even in Richard Hayes' first season, they were a team that was right on the cusp of winning that Southern Division, would always lose that last game of the season to Winston-Salem State, which would prevent them from going to the, the CIAA championship, of course, the last CIAA championship for Fayetteville State was 2009. But the last two years, they've won that game against Winston-Salem State. Not that it mattered last year per se, but to win that game going into that CIAA championship game, they've faced two very tough Northern Division opponents last year. It was Bowie State. So the question is, can Fayetteville State take that next step, not only winning the Southern Division, but also winning the CIAA championship. We'll ask that question of the head football coach of Fayetteville State, Richard Hayes, as he joined us for our countdown to kickoff back on July 20, July 20th at Zuelli's in Durham. Let's step aside, take a break after this message from Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina. Richard Hayes, the head football coach of Fayetteville State, will be our guest. You're locked into the HBCU Football Daily Podcast on the Box to Row Sports Network. You've all gone the extra mile to revise this. We're in great shape for the client meeting. Thank you all. You're here for others. The urgent care is closed. Should we go to the ER? You know what? I know what to do. We're here for you. That is a little bit higher than normal, but medically, it's not a fever. Oh good, that's a relief. Have a great day, sweetheart. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> the client loved it. We're approved to move forward. Great job, everyone. Live fearless, North Carolina. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. <laughs> and you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what you said. This is the one and only Eagle Double G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's TFT, man. Hello, this is Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever seen. 
as I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, I was really focused, just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row, real, relevant radio. My next guest, matter of fact, he and I go back, wow, <laughs> a long time when we both, when he was coaching at AT, I was SID at AT back in the day. I'm not going to say how long ago. 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, okay, well, it was. Uh, <laughs> Richard Hayes is the head football coach at Fayetteville State in his fourth season, joins us here on the countdown to kickoff. What's going on, Coach Hayes? I'm good. I appreciate you for inviting me here, man. Absolutely. I'm glad you could come down. You got the anniversary coming up, so we oh, yeah. we you were able to get here this time around, right. man. So right, 19 years on Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, what do you remember most, man? You, you, starting off as a younger coach during your days at A&T. Uh, just remembering the grind that it took to to be a, a college football coach. I moved up from high school to the college ranks back in that during that time, and. Just remembering how much of the workload that was put on the young coaches. And, you know, the old coaches sit back and tell you, do this, and you got to do it. You can't. But it really taught me, you know, and, and it helped me throughout my career. Yeah, we know who, who put it on you, Coach Hayes, right? De- definitely. Talk, talk about, because he just got inducted into the um, into this, uh, North Carolina Sports mm-hmm. Hall of Fame mm-hmm. um, and the Black College Football Hall of Fame more recently in the last couple of years. So, you know, talk about that and, and what you learned from him. Man, honestly, I think most of us in this room, it, it, I'm going to tell a joke real quick that, you know, he rides around in his car, he has a Winston-Salem State hat, an A&T hat, a Central hat, a Fayetteville State hat, and probably a few other schools and a couple other high schools, and he just rides around, and he comes to practice, he put this hat on, when he go to Mass and him, he put his Winston-Salem State hat on, you know, he helps us all out, it ain't just me, it's, it's, it's everybody, but you know. Uh, he's a tremendous asset to us. Uh, I think every one of us learned something from him and other coaches like him from back in the day. Um, I've been watching him since I was six years old. I said this the other day. I watched him at six through the 70s and 80s, played for him in the 90s, worked for him in the late 90s and 2000s, and then he became the AD at Winston-Salem State, and I was working on the Coach Maynard Inn and Coach Boulware. Uh, so it's been a lifelong lesson for me. Yeah, no, nah, no question about it. <laughs> you know, so the first, the first uh, black assistant coach in the ACs. I mean, there's a lot Definitely. of things that he's done. Definitely. So your football team, and wh- you know, I want to ask you this. I know you're four years in, and mm-hmm. you finally got your opportunity at, at Fayetteville State. It took some time. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about sort of the grind and just being at different schools and so forth? And the, sometimes you got to have patience, and it'll come when it's that time. Well, when I was younger, I, I always believed that, you know, you get into college, you, you coach at a college, and, and then, boom, it's going to happen for you. You're going you're gonna to turn into a head football coach. And for me, it was a long road. I, unfortunately, you know, we got let go at NT in 2002. Uh, and then I went back to Dudley High School in 2004. 2009, I was in South Carolina at W.J. Keenan in Columbia. Um, then I coached Pop Warner for a little while. So I went all the way down uh, before Coach Maynard got the job at Winston-Salem State in 2010. Wow. Uh, brought me back. Of course, you know, we were college teammates. Brought me on the staff, and here I am today. Wow, man, that, that <laughs> definitely is a beautiful thing. And running a good program, two-time defending Southern Division champion, as a matter of fact. Six mm-hmm. and three, five and one last year. Mm-hmm. Took another step forward. You've, you've been did. taking step fo- steps forward. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts on 2018? 2018, um, we knew we had a, a good nucleus of players returning. They were still young, in my opinion, sophomores mostly. Um, I'll be an echo. 
But you know, we, we started the season off with a, a tough game, and uh, we lost it. We lost to Wingate, I believe, 27-13, and then we got affected by the hurricane. Um, you know, we, we sat out for two and a half weeks, had to send the players home, couldn't practice or anything, and then we had to get ready for Coach Place and, and Bryce Witt and those guys down at Chawan. And we went down there. Uh, on the way there, our bus broke down. And, wow. uh, we had we had to load everybody. I said, if, if you're a football player and you're playing in this game, get on this bus. Everybody else will call you, you know. <laughs> but we had to get the team there, and it was a bunch of adversity. Uh, Coach Place jumped on us real good, real early. Um, and then some kind of way during that game in the second quarter, a light came on for our guys, and and, and, and it clicked, and, and everything just – and before you know it, we were up 24-14, and there was a seesaw battle back and forth. He has a great football team, and we came out on top that day, 40-38. So that started a six-game win streak for us, and um, it didn't end right the way we wanted to. Coach Masson him ambushed me, but, you know, <laughs> but, you know it, it's like I said, it's a stepping stone for us, and, and Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah, well, no, you're, you're, you're definitely building that program. So I think one of the more, well, I don't know if you can really call him underrated at this point, but Stevie Green, like he comes mm-hmm. back for you. It's been really, really good. He's got like 3,400 yards rushing in his mm-hmm. career, 3,600 uh, multi-purpose yards, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Talk about him, the expectations for him in 2019, and how really good a back he is. Well, I think you're right. He's underrated, very underrated. He's never made first-team all-conference. Yeah. He, he made rookie of the year his freshman year. But outside of that, you know, he's been kind of overshadowed by Trenton Cannon. And, and last year, the young man, Mr. Taylor from Virginia Union. Yep. Um, but Steve, is, I wouldn't trade him for any other back in this conference. He's, he's definitely my type of back. He's been with me from day one. You know, when, when, when I first got there, we didn't have a lot of talent. And we didn't know who he was. He walked on and... We gave him an opportunity, and, and even until the beginning of the season against Coach Placing them, he wasn't our starting running back. Uh, another young man started. He let the ball go a couple times. We put Stevie in. His first carry, he went like 46 yards. The rest is history. <laughs> right. And now he's 300-some-odd yards away from being the school's all-time leading rusher. So wow. I'm expecting great things from him, and there's nothing more we want for him than to end this, his career with us with the CIAA championship. No question about it. And I think even the beauty of – Stevie Green and how how really really good he is is the fact that you have Donshell Jetton and Johnny Glaspy that can mm-hmm. kind of come in and also tote the rock that are very good as well. Right, and 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 we have Darnell Walker as well, um, Elijah Henry. All those guys could start at most of our programs. Uh, we we're four or five deep at running back, uh, and it was done intentionally to try to take some of the pressure off of Stevie. Over the first couple of seasons, he had so much pressure on him, and everybody knew, you know. The offense went through him, so we had to try to get him a little bit of help. Colin Anderson threw mm-hmm. for over fifteen hundred yards last year, had mm-hmm. ten touchdowns. Is is he your is he your guy for in two thousand nineteen? As we speak today, he is. Okay. Yeah, but you know we have five, four other young right. men. Um, Richard Latimer actually played in two thousand seventeen, and we went to the CIAA championship. Uh, but Colin's a senior this year. Uh, we just have to get Colin up, not put so much pressure on himself. He, he knows he's good and, and he could be a tremendous asset to our football team, but I think sometimes he, puts, he wants it so bad he puts a lot of pressure on himself, and we just have to help him relieve that a little bit. You know, what is that offensive line looking like? Is, is, it, it's pretty much, is it a veteran offensive line coming back? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I see you looking. Maybe not. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, it's they're, they're all be juniors this year. Uh, right. Right tackle Jalen Galloway, right guard Greg Brooks was second team All CIAA. Our center's returning. Um, our right, our left guard will be a transfer kid from North Carolina Central, 
Uh, and then our left tackle will re be returning, who was out last year, Keon Smith. Um, he started 16 and 17 for us. Uh, he had so shoulder surgery last year, but he'll be back this year for his junior season. So, you know, a lot of times the special teams is underrated, not yours so much. You got mm -hmm. Brandon Smith as a kick returner. Is it Tyus Sharp? Yes. As your punt return, both all CIAA first team guys. So can, can you speak to that and how those guys can help flip the field and, you know, sort of help really help that offense? Um, both dangerous weapons. Uh, we feel like if you punt us the ball, Tyus has the ability to take it to the house at any time. The same thing if, if you kick us the ball, you know. You can sky kick it, and we'll take it at the 35, or you can kick it to Brandon, and we might get it at the 45. We, it, it really is a dangerous asset. For It's a weapon for us, it's, and it's, 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 it kind of hinders other people, but I'm really pleased with those guys. Of course, Richard Hayes is the head football coach at Fayetteville State, joins us here on the countdown to kickoff presented by Harlem Beer NC. We are live from Zwelly's Kitchen in Durham. If you're watching this on BigSportsNC.com, come on out and join us. So defense, I, I know, I think during the course of the season, the last couple of years, we've sort of talked about the defense. Yeah, I see you. I see you look. So what's the expectation for this defense this year? Because I know your offense is putting up a lot of points, but I know mm -hmm. you want to see that defense mm -hmm. improve. Well, our defense started off in 2017 as predominantly freshmen. We threw them out there. You know, they took their lumps. 2018, they got better. Believe it or not, uh, going into that Winston-Salem State game, we were – one of the top two defenses in the, in the, in the conference. Um, but then we went out and gave up 51 points. <laughs> but, <laughs> That'll but that's, bring that's, you that's down. just how it goes, but that's a <laughs> right. lesson that they learned. And 2019, those guys are predominantly juniors. So they have, they'll have this year and another year to get better, and, and we'll see. We, we, we've gotten better progressively each year. Elvin De La Rosa, all-conference yes. uh, defensive back, talk about the expectations maybe as one of the leaders of this defense. Uh, he's definitely a leader, and, and we're trying to move him around a little bit. Um, he's been playing predominantly corner for the past two years, but this year we're going to move him around and, and let him make some plays. I think he's a tremendous playmaker who needs to be – he loves to be around the football, so we're going to put him in that position this year. How did you get the, the schedule you have? Is I mean, everybody's got to be envying this schedule. Like, you, not only did you get six home games, your first three – uh, are at home. Your mm -hmm. first five of your first or five of your first six, I should say, are at home. Mm -hmm. uh, first of all, how did you get that schedule? And can you talk about how important it is to get started off the first half of the season on the right foot? Well, we, my athletic director and myself, we sat on it, and, and that's just how it worked out. Last year, we had four home games, two of which we didn't even play. That's right. You know, mm -hmm. so it was a four, four and six like type of deal last year. Four home games, six road games. This year, it's six road, six home games, four road games. Um, so that's how it worked out, and, and I'm not going to complain about it at all. You know, we, we got to go down there and see uh, Coach Jones at the Down East in between those those home games, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, and then, you know, what it, Bennett, how, how excited are your guys for September 7th? I know we haven't even gotten into sort of the fall practice, but, you know, maybe for you and the coaching staff to play against a really good Benedict team out of the SIEC. There's been that talk about who's, you know, which conference is better. The CIAA has come up. How, how excited are you and, and the guys to get that game going? We're really, and to represent the CIAA. Yeah, we're really excited because, like you say, it's an SIAC football team. We're going to start our first two games off against the SIAC and the SAC 8. It's going to be a, a measuring stick for where we are early in the season. And I think Benedict brings a, a tough, big, physical football team who's going to try to pound you. And uh, we're going to have to be ready for that. They're a little bigger than we are, uh, but, you know, 
we're going to have to be in shape and ready. It's going to be a, a 7 o'clock p.m. game. Uh, those guys are from Columbia and Georgia and South Carolina, and they, they're used to the heat. Right. Uh, so we're going to try to bring a little bit of it to them. <laughs> <laughs> and then lastly for you, again, first head coaching job on, on this level. Mm-hmm. Um, how much fun are you having with this? Again, you know, you 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 grinded it out, grinded mm-hmm. it out. Grind. Now you're here. How much fun are you having with this? I'm having a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm getting a fellowship with a, a, a lot of great guys. I'm learning a lot from each and every one of them on a, on a weekly basis as I prepare my team to, to face them. Um, it has been a long road, uh, but I wouldn't trade my path for anybody else's. I, I like where I am right now. Um, I'm really grateful to Federal State for giving me an opportunity. And we'll see what happens this year. Fayetteville State in 2019 under head coach Richard Hayes. And you heard him talk about him getting, finally getting that opportunity to be a head football coach. And look what he's done with the Broncos. So that's a look at Fayetteville State on tomorrow. We're going to go to the CIAA's Northern Division. And we're going to take a look at the Chowan Hawks. Tim Place also joining us at the countdown to kickoff at Zoelli's in Durham, and uh, you're going to hear from Tim Place on tomorrow's HBCU Football Daily Podcast as we take a look at the Chowan Hawks. Have a great day. Count it up. Count it up. Count it up. Count it. I know that it's difficult. I'm stacking this paper. It's sort of.